0: Hi, this is Mary Coughlin, and I want to welcome you to the Care Out Loud podcast presented to you by Caring Essentials Collaborative, founder of the Trauma-Informed Professional Certificate Program and internationally recognized leader in trauma-informed developmentally supportive education for parents and professionals serving babies, children, and families in crisis around the globe. I'm wicked excited you're here as we talk about Caring Out Loud. In each moment lies a unique opportunity to create a kinder, more connected and compassionate world one moment at a time. And it all begins with you. Welcome back to part two of my conversation with Kathy Randall. Today, we're going to get a little backstory on how I came to create the term care out loud and also get some insight into what Kathy thinks caring out loud looks like in her world. You know, what's so beautiful, though, about what you you were sharing was if you remember at the very beginning when we first started talking and I asked you about nursing, you know, and you shared that I mean I'm I, this is my translation of of how you shared it sure. but it was like an aha moment you know it was this combination of um some of the stuff that you loved about medicine but that you also got to be there for that human experience mm-hmm. and to me that's really if you had to boil this concept of trauma informed yeah. care down to one little concept that's what it is it's about seeing the human being behind the disease and really wanting to, you know, just 100% authentically be there for that individual. It's not, you know, it's not either, or, and I think a lot of people were looking at developmentally supportive care as either, or I can either save Mm -hmm. this person's life or I can provide developmentally supportive care, but people struggled to connect the two. But I, I think what you said at the very beginning really is an indicator that we have that core wisdom and insight already in us, but yeah. oftentimes it gets stripped away and overshadowed by this incredible reductionist approach, you know, this very empirically oriented task. Tasks. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we are, as, as caregivers, we are so much more than our empirical knowledge, yeah. right? And we need to start really um acknowledging that and 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 honoring that so that we have the courage and our colleagues, you know i mean all of the folks that you role model, I see when you do this you you encourage them to be creative well, creativity is a facet of knowledge, right, and it represents your personal knowledge, what you've read, you know which could be attributed to empirical knowledge- you know what i mean and and mm-hmm. so we really are invited to kind of get reconnected to our
1: our true selves. Yeah, I think it's in what makes network. us each unique, right? Like it's it's how and I hope that that people see you and I and others in our in our group who who kind of work and share this space that I hope people see that it's about collaboration. It's it's yeah. not about competition. It's about you know, all of it is about serving the baby. All of it is about serving the nurses and the other healthcare providers that are in that space. Because when you do it through your lens and I do it through my lens and yeah. Kara or Sue do it through their lens, like it's all complementary. Yep. Right. I don't, I never see it as, as competitive. Yeah. I see it as, as I, because I'm unique, my experiences and what I read and what I, what influence me is different than what you read and what influences mm-hmm. you and the people you hang with in your community. And in, you know, and so I feel like we could talk about the same thing in mm-hmm. totally different ways. And for some people, they'll be like, when Mary's like, I'll think I said that. And then they're like, but Mary said it like that. <laughs> right. And you probably feel the same way. Like, you're like, but I yeah. said that, but Kathy said it like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that that of, of that kind of uniqueness and to just say, in the end, it's all about how can we impact the way we deliver care, and it comes from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And that it's to me, it's like that's the beauty of it all. We both have similar whys, but yeah. our hows are different, and yeah. our who, like us, like you know, we serve different kinds of people. That's totally right. awesome because, right? So you know, that's a so such an '80s term, but we have totally awesome. But. It, <laughs> But I think that's the beauty of it because there are so many different diverse people in the NICU. Absolutely. So. it You made me think of flavors of ice
0: cream, right? I mean, yes. not everybody likes chocolate, you know, not everybody likes strawberry, but it's all ice cream. And, and yeah. you yeah. know, I think you, myself, and all the amazing people that we've gotten to work with and so many more, right? So yes. many of our predecessors, you know, we're all still ice cream, you know, we're all trying mm-hmm. to share and sweeten up, you know, some of the sorrow and sadness in other people's lives. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's how we resonate with different folks. It's not all vanilla, it can't be, you know, it would, it would be horrible, wouldn't it? My goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Although I do love vanilla, but yes. I I do do too. I do too. Well, we can start with vanilla. It all starts with vanilla, right? (laughs) And then we just add, we have our toppings. We all have our different (laughs) toppings.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So when I first, you know, approached you about doing this and I told you the name of the the podcast, um, that it was Care Out Loud, um, I just... I have to ask you what, what ran through your head, you know, like, what is it, you know, what thoughts did you have? And now kind of, as we're coming towards the end of our, our discussion, um, did you have any formulations of ideas of what it would mean then? You know, what does caring out loud look like? What does it mean to you?
1: Yeah. I, I do love this hashtag care out loud. I think that it, I I mean, I I love it. And I have like a bazillion thoughts that are running through my head. Um, Good. (laughs) I, I think the thing that pops to mind first, which would be something that I talked a lot about during, during our kind of lockdown and pandemic to, to my community was about making your practice personal again. Mm-hmm. And to me, caring that that to me is the first thing that comes to mind when I think of caring out loud is when you come to work, to the bedside, to whatever it is, your role that you, you perform And no matter in nursing or not, mm-hmm. I mean, we're providing service, right? That's what we do, whether you think of it that way or not, we're providing the service. And when you care out loud, I think it's about doing it with your own personal flavor. (laughs) So use your, your term and your ice cream (laughs) analogy, which is amazing. Um, I think it's, it's that it's about how do I show up and care and and how I show up and the things I do in my daily practice are me. I, I cannot control many things in the NICU. I cannot control many things that happen at the hospital, but I can control me. And, and, and sometimes that's the only thing we can control. how do I show up? How do I show up? how well rested am I? how well hydrated am I? you know, how you know ready am I to give care and And I think what you've demonstrated with with all of your work is just you know having us have this very comprehensive holistic look at the environment, the emotions in ourselves, our patients, our colleagues, yeah. And that to me is what caring out loud is. It's to take that look at yourself and say, how do I show up? Yeah. And then to do the best you can do.
0: Yeah. Cause you're absolutely right. It's it, you, the only thing that you can control is yourself and everything emanates from that self, whether that self is full and joyous or, you know, half empty and, and depleted. Yeah. Whichever way you show up, that's what's going to be expressed. And so we yeah. we owe it. We owe it to ourselves, certainly. And we certainly do owe it to those that we, you know, that we attempt to comfort and care for in the course yeah. of our work, personally and professionally, to really care out loud consistently. Um, out loud. The first time that word kind of like, you know, I, it, it came out of me was I was talking with this fella. um, and he was helping me do some video stuff you know we were doing some video stuff out at out in summerlin hospital out out in las vegas oh, nice. yeah and you know for marketing and you know to kind of introduce myself and and i was actually talking about, about this nurse who just really made a big impression on me and i was trying to i was trying to describe her and mm. i couldn't find the right words and it was like she's just one of those people that just cares out loud Oh, you no, know, she just I love it. emanates yep. this energy, this authenticity yep. that translated into care out loud. And, and then that word just has kind of like stuck and hung in the yeah. back of my head. Like I have to do something with that because it, it, it just felt so like powerful. Descriptive. And, and,
1: yeah. Yeah. It, right. There's no, like it says everything without yeah. needing to say anything, but you yes. also know it when you see it
0: right? It's so true.
1: It's Mm -hmm. so true. But I think we all do it. We all are always caring out loud. And so then that goes back to that responsibility, that accountability of like, how, how do you show up? Yeah. Because we are always caring out loud. You may not be thinking you are, but that eye roll or you know, that comment that you make standing somewhere like, yeah, we're always demonstrating it.
0: Yeah, high care or low care or however yeah. you wanna mm-hmm. translate it, we are. And and again, it comes back to the the idea of presence that you spoke about at yeah. the very, very beginning. We really need to be present in each moment. We need to be present to the work that we're doing. And and I think that this is happening. I mean, I really do feel like there's an awakening in healthcare. It feels pretty grassroots, but that and I think unfortunately, or, you know, I mean, mixed blessings that the COVID pandemic really just highlighted this mm-hmm. huge gap, this gaping hole in the humanity, humanitarian dimensions oh, yeah. of healthcare, that they weren't there. And I think yeah. many of our nursing colleagues and our, and, and our physician colleagues are recognizing that that cannot no longer be the status quo. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, oh, you know, so true. People are really showing up and looking for more ways to feel whole themselves, because if you don't feel whole yourself, you're not giving your best. Yeah, you're not
1: able to. Yeah, just I'm just thinking of how tragic it was to, you know, to hear about families who couldn't be with their loved ones. Yeah. Like I think that's like the most, like visible and like yeah. visceral, yeah, Tragedy. example. Yeah. Of of what that like what it what it's taking us to see right to to be able to acknowledge that there's this lack of humanity like you said yeah like how do we let that happen
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah fear oh yeah fear I mean it's
0: just and but and you know what you just made me think of and how do we overcome that fear though I mean you know I don't know what most people think of as the opposite of fear maybe they think it's courage but for me. Um, the opposite of fear is love,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, because w- within love, that's where you have the courage to take the, cur- the right next step, to take the right action, to stand up and, you know, step out of line and say, no, Yeah, this can't be the way we're going to practice. We are crushing
1: these families and ourselves at the same time. Yeah. Oh, the ner- the nurse stories. I remember thinking of the girls at St. Joe's, you know, down in Tampa that we know yeah. well, who, who were on as charged that day when they had to tell families one visitor. And when you leave, you can never come back. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the trauma that that caused provide, you know, care providers who were like, I am going to separate you from your baby.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: they, they were like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Can I'm not coming back tomorrow. Cannot yeah. do this. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, even in the NICU, we were as insulated as we were from a lot of it. We had those moments too. Yeah. Where, yeah. yeah it's, I think that's when we all really realized, right? How, how far we'd come in, with family centered care. But then like how quickly we were able to get it. Fragile it really was. Oh, how fragile. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and how it's taken almost, you know, the entire time since the early onset of lockdown to even get us back, even in some places, not quite yet. Still not quite back. Yeah. It's oh it's just frightening, but yeah. yeah, So thank you. That's the the most perfect, (laughs) the
0: most perfect description of care out loud. So, oh, I think it's in, so true.
1: I think it's, I, I just, you reminded me of something. So I'll yeah, add it give just it. in case it's um, useful. But I was many years ago at a conference where Dr. Jamie Jameson gave a talk and, and he talked about this Buddhist quote, which is why me, why this, why now? And it's such simple. It's such a simple saying, why me, why this, why now? And we can say it in kind of a pouty way, like, oh, why me? <laughs> right. Yeah. Why me, this baby? Why me, this family? Why me float? Why me? Isolation, like whatever. Why me? Why this 24 weeker at 6.05? You know, why yeah. me? Or we can say, why me? Why me? What can I bring uniquely to this moment? Why yeah. me? Why was I here? I could have been off today, but I'm not. It could have been at 7.05, not 6.05. I, I think, When we take that idea of why me, why this, and why now, it really does interject back into that caring out loud because you take personal, just accountability, personal responsibility for saying it's me in this moment for a reason. And that's your opportunity to care out loud, right? To to not just say, oh, why me? But just say, why me? Have I? do I have something that I am able to offer this family that somebody else couldn't, I've had a loss similar to them. I've had an experience. I've done this before, so I can guide them. You know, why me? Yeah. And and I love that quote um, because I think it can help to reset us sometimes. And it's just such Mm -hmm. an easy thing to remember. So I'll credit it to him for, for bringing it out in in a lecture many years ago that it's just stuck with me Stuck
0: with you. It's so profound. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. And a beautiful way to wrap up our, our conversation. I am so grateful for you. I need to ask you now just one final fun question. Okay, this is a, All right. a surprise question. <laughs> I heard it on one of Brene Brown's podcasts that she asks some of her, her guests at the end of their interview. And so it's a little revealing. Now you ready? Okay. Yeah. What What is on your nightstand?
1: Mm. Many things. <laughs> <laughs> Tissues. Yes. <laughs> Essential oils. Of course. My uh, I have this awesome three way charging thing that I can put my watch, my headphones, and my phone on. That I love. Always water. Always water. Yes. Um. And that's about it. So that's an interesting question. (laughs) Well,
0: I mean, because I think what it does is it actually reveals, you know, a different side of who you are. I mean, that's a pretty, that sounds like a pretty neat and organized nightstand. Mine is not neat and organized. So I think it just kind of gives us a little peek into Kathy's, you know, personality and you know Mm -hmm. how she approaches her her day-to-day did I tell you that it has three
1: drawers that are like cram cram full of stuff oh I love that (laughs) piece no you did not (laughs) which I think now to your point illustrates well yeah I try to focus on the on the outside but really it's like within my arm's reach I have three very packed drawers (laughs)
0: But I'm sure they're really rich with very important things that, obviously, you know yes. you could need at a moment's notice. So you must, right?
1: Lip so balm. of course, yes, more oils. <laughs> um, I know. I don't yeah. think we mentioned Low it, Kathy, that you are that you're an essential oils expert. Yes. Yeah. That's, that is another one of my many passions and one of my first businesses. Yeah. One of my first businesses was called green NICU, where I was interested in helping to remove environmental toxins from our babies' environment, from our staff environments and from our communities. And that was, is still very important to me that we identify and eliminate these things that can cause sickness to, you know, to us. I mean, how impressive yeah. is that? Just one other
0: hat that, oh my Just gosh, one other. <laughs> uh, we, we forgot to mention that other entrepreneurial pursuit. But I think, you know, what you're really highlighting here, Kathy, is that you're only limited by your dreams, you know, and you dream big, you dream in variety, you dream in technicolor, and you, you are always looking for a solution. And many yes. times that has really panned out for you. And when it pans out for you, it it absolutely pans out for others as well. So I am just so freaking blessed and oh, I bet I can't say that I am so <laughs> wicked blessed and excited that you were able to share your time, your expertise, and your incredible wisdom with us today. Thank you so very much, Kathy. Oh, always my pleasure. Thanks so much for listening in. I hope you'll join me next week when I get to sit down and have a chin wag with Caritas coach and mentor Anna Bailey, registered nurse, postdoc scholar and faculty at the Watson Caring Institute, and the author of an incredibly inspiring and, dare I say, transformational book entitled, Birds Hold Our Secrets, A Story of Grief and Remembering. I can't wait for you to join us for an incredible conversation about caring science and the future of nursing. Showing up on purpose makes the difference and that difference begins when we care out loud together.